Girl Clothing is so much more than clothing. We are a movement. We have collectively decided to stop seeing each other as competition and instead seeing each other as sisters because we believe that is why we are held back as a gender and we are tired of it. So we are coming together, sharing our stories, our experience, strength, and hope to know that we are not alone and to hear that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and we are moving forward. It is 100% girl power. We know that if the women energy is not lifted up across this planet, we are doomed as a human race and we are here to change the game. So please help me welcome back our host, Tavra Lee. Welcome back to Girl Talk. We have Ashley and Maddie with us. Say hello, ladies. Hi. Okay, so this actually, this is about Maddie. This is Maddie's show. But I, I, I asked... it. Yeah, yeah. totally fine. I asked Ashley to crash it because I explained to Maddie that when I interviewed Ashley, I told Ashley that there was something really profound that she said that stuck with me. And... I, if I recall, it was that you've been on a 19-year journey to become the person you are today. And if I recall, you responded, I don't remember saying that, but okay, that yeah. sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Well, it turns out she said it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense then. I didn't even know I, I said it. I was telling her, I was like, sometimes when you're just typing, you just get lost yeah. in that. That's what and she just, said. Yeah, and I, I mean, so we're laughing here because I realized, I don't know how that transferred from her submission to yours, um, but I'm, I'm laughing, and I just told her she's going to have to come up with something even more profound, because yeah. I gave you that. Oh, okay. You get to keep it. So oh, you're okay. actually helping me here, because um, <laughs> I have a degree in, basically, journalism, Perfect. and so I'm supposed to, like, have all these profound thoughts in my head, but, oh my I mean, I don't use it. It's the same thing as being a teacher. you got to have that plan B, you know? Like, yep. oh, my God, my lesson plans just burst into flames all of a sudden for today. Now what? Yep. <laughs> you have to think on the fly. Yeah. Uh, how about a movie day? <laughs> Let's not tell the principal. <laughs> so I had to invite you on to join us so I could tell you that because um, it was Maddie that gave you that beautiful um, intro to your podcast. Well, you inspired the thought inside of me to think, well, how old was I back then? Yeah, right. And I was like, well, that kind of does make sense because that's that's the teenage years. So yep, there yep, we go. It there just, we go. Just kind of correlated. It was all universe stuff. Looking. Yeah, exactly. Okay, can we just for a second though talk about laugh, laugh yoga? Oh yeah, like oh how my. we're so warmed up for it. Okay, so explain it to me what it was because I was out here yapping on a mic and you guys were doing <laughs> yoga. Can you wait? And you're still laughing nonstop. Is that really what happened? So, <laughs> how do you describe laugh yoga? It's one of these things where you just you start forcing yourself to laugh. Yeah. And then it grows into like real laughter. So no. we were told just prepare to cry, but we weren't prepped as to what type of crying. And then Courtney just kind of segued into we're going to do laugh yoga because yep. we wanted to. We did it the first time. It was weird. We didn't do it the second time. So we're going to try it at the third girl live. And we did. And it was the it whole was room. The whole room. Okay, wait. So you guys had to pretend to laugh. Yes. Yep. And we like had a to forced look. laugh. Yeah. Yes. Like, we had to like look at each other and be and like point at our muscles and go. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to look at our neighbor. <laughs> yep. And look at our other neighbor. And then we had to raise our hands up. And then we had to deadlift our laughter. Yep. And it was it was definitely. 
It was interesting. It was. And were you laughing at the end for real? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, for oh, the most part, though, yeah. I was laughing at Courtney because she was dying over on the floor. Yeah, she had she, to leave the room. It was. She was just rolling yeah. around. Because she was laughing so hard? <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. I sad. I missed it. It was It was a good time. I mean, it was. It, it's one of those things where after kind of all the stuff, all the heavy stuff that we talked about earlier today and hearing mm-hmm. such inspirational stories, it was kind of nice just to be silly. Yeah. Yes. And just kind of get that. Okay, yeah. everything is fine. And we're they made, happy. yeah, and they made a really valid point too, mm-hmm. because no matter what, like we always feel like we're being looked at and mm-hmm. judged, and people are laughing at us. And she was very clear, saying they're not laughing at you. We're all laughing together. Yep, at each other and ourselves. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not to take ourselves too serious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she had some, you know, other things that she's like, okay, so this is why you do this, and this is why you laugh like this for this one and oh. and too much laughter is bad for you yeah because yeah. it raises your cortisol levels mm-hmm. wow you guys paid attention not only did you laugh you paid attention science science it's interesting science it is. rules that it does Feel so what's too science. much though um i have what no. courtney did yep what courtney <laughs> did <laughs> yeah she yeah. was literally like courtney you need to stop <laughs> yeah She's like, this is what I was afraid of. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Verbatim. And so that is why yeah, Courtney had to She leave. was just rolling, rolling. Just oh roll herself right out. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Well, Ashley, thank you for joining us. Thanks, for doing Ashley. a quick little stint. <laughs> yeah. Maddie and I are going to continue on with her show, but I just thought that was so funny. That, that I, is really I, funny. And you just happened to be standing right here when I said that. I'm like, Heather, girl, you know we're, what? we're goals? exactly where we exactly. need to be. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Goals, not controls. Exactly. Yeah. My control was to be right there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Your control was just to be in the moment yesterday and go with it when yeah. I said something that you didn't actually say. And I don't remember typing it, but that's okay. But just, you were, you, I don't remember you made that the stuff I typed. I mean, you made that so easy though. Cause I think if somebody would have said that to me, I probably would have said, um, no, I didn't say that. Like you, you could have said that. That's you where didn't. my mind went. And I think again, that's just another thing that just brings us all together mm-hmm. is we all, yeah. we all have the same kind of mindset. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've all gone through some hard... We've all been through some shit. Yeah, ain't yeah. that the truth? <laughs> and, and you know what? And we all make mistakes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I uh, I think that that's the thing is we have grace oh, that for was, each other. Oh, that was another good part of the laughter yoga. Is oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, I've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you hold a- your head and then you throw your hands up laughing. Mm-hmm. And it, it the way she explained it was it was just kind of trying... A, way to not take everything so seriously Mm -hmm. like yes you made a mistake but it's not the end of the world right like yeah nothing is gonna kill you right now is it i think that's like almost something like what i wrote for hers Mm -hmm. for stephanie our first speaker when she came up i wrote down uh she did a thing she goes okay five four three two one i'm excited and it's this mentality thing and i'm gonna use it in my classroom next year with the Mm -hmm. sixth graders just like Guess what we're learning today, or today, guys? Blah 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 blah. Uh, no, count backwards. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm excited, and like yep. I'm gonna have all 25 of them say it. And it's just gonna be this big thing, and they're not even gonna know they're excited for it until yeah. it happens. Yeah, that's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be great. Can you imagine being a student in her class? I think I would have liked sixth grade a lot more. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and I had a pretty so. rad uh, sixth grade teacher. Her name was Mrs. Cunningham, and she was from deep Texas. So if she talked wow. like this, and we're reading a book, and it was an advanced book of some sort, and it was a fantasy <laughs> one, and she looked at it, and she just goes, you know, I hate this book, and chucked it across the room. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. 
Those are the best wow. teachers. Oh, yeah. I, I remember wow. her. Oh, yeah. I will remember her until I'm dead. <laughs> wow. I can't even remember who my sixth grade teacher was. I'm, I'm going to just think for a minute. Mm, I'm not sure. I think it was Mr. Boland. He was one of my friends in class. I went to a small school. There were 17 people in my class. Oh. And one of my classmates' dad was my teacher. Oh. <laughs> mm. It was a small school. Yeah. That's a small school. That's, that's a very small school. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much where I'm at. Yeah. Our, my seventh grade had 37, sixth grade had 38, wow. and then eighth grade had two, 18. So you, you are in a conservative town because most oh, small yes. towns like that are very conservative. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I'm from the valley. Yeah. Visalia Central Valley. Mm. We're a fun little school. Maddie, oh, wait until you listen about. to her <laughs> podcast. I can't wait. I can't wait to listen to everybody's podcast. But now I'm like so super fun. excited for yours. Hers, hers like, was like, really That's good. That's quote. That's, <laughs> I said that. I'm profound. <laughs> yeah. It, I, I think it's probably going to be one of my favorite parts of this whole podcasting weekend yeah. for me is that mixing up your words like yeah. that. And then having you join today just yeah. made it even more fun. Yeah, Thank you so for fun. letting me jump in. Um, Maddie, what do you think? about Ashley staying with us uh I'm totally cool with it you should stay you got some time I do all right let's hang out yeah because we're gonna talk to Maddie because yeah. she she's got some stuff to share some knowledge some, and some I've wisdom some, I'm excited to hear some it. words she's got some words I like them words I've got some pauses you got some pauses dramatic pauses oh, it's, that's the journalism talk I'm excited yeah and I think she's got some more profoundness in her Ooh. maybe we'll see we'll see let's bring it on so start, Maddie, tell us where you're from. Uh, so I'm from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Um, it's in the central part of the state. So I always like to say I don't have the typical Minnesotan accent because I'm not from up north where mm. they uh, talk like this. <laughs> now I'm not from Iowa where they just talk like this. And nothing good happened. <laughs> so I really am excited for all the people from up north and from Iowa that are going to listen to this show and say, what is going They're gonna on agree at Girl with Live? Me. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to agree with me. My dad's from a southwest oh corner of Nebraska. Gosh. So Well, and I'm, I spent me spending 14 years in Toronto. I've traveled all across mm-hmm. Canada. So that Minnesota accent is a little bit Canadian on, oh, from yeah. certain parts of Canada. So I detect it right, oh, right away. It makes yeah, me laugh. 100%. Mm-hmm. Everybody... So, uh, Olivia, uh, who is working with Janae, she, she came up to me yesterday and she goes, so where are you from after I, we had been talking for a while? And I'm like, oh, you're so sweet. You, you didn't say that. I'm from Minnesota. Because everybody can pick us out right away. We're just like, oh. Well, she's Canadian. That's <laughs> true. She is. She's Canadian. Canadian it's like me. That's a thing. But that's why. Because, yeah, there is, there's, well, there's a similarity amongst mm-hmm. I don't even, it is a dialect thing. It is. It's, 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 it's the outs, right? It's the yep. abouts. It's the yeah. little bit of things a that boot. come out. A boot. The aboots. <laughs> a boot is, a boot is, is not a, a shoe. No, it's, that's, it's that's how, like it's where you go. It, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, see? It so can either be two boot. things. It can, <laughs> khakis can either be your car keys or it can be a pair of pants. <laughs> yep. Oh my, oh my gosh, khakis. There's so many funny things. Okay, so we're continuing yes, with sorry. the story. Go ahead. Sorry, I, I distracted. I think that you have a second a second career in your in your back pocket, by the way, in comedy. But I'm just saying, maybe you should practice. Maybe you should work on some stand up in your spare time. You no, know, I, I was always meant to be a performer. Um, my family just never realized that. Yes, I never nurtured it yeah. within me. So you know, you can blame everything on I your am. parents. I am. I'm just gonna blame it all on them. It's all their fault. No. Uh, yeah. So I grew up. In kind of a, not a super conservative home. My family 
raised me to be Roman Catholic. That was very important to them. But at the same time, they were physician assistants. Um, so they were in the medical field. They really kind of understood the break between religion and science. They're like, mm. okay, so yes, while the story that God created the world in seven days is a nice story, this is how the world actually happened, okay? <laughs> like, totally just bare bones. Mm. Uh, very honest with me. Um, both of them were married before, so they didn't meet until they were in their 30s. And uh, so I grew up with two half-siblings um, who were 13 and 15 years older than I am. So I have, I was an aunt at age six, mm. which is kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's like having cousins, but you still get to have power over it and yeah. be the boss of. But <laughs> well, you get to like be the queen of the castle when you were a kid with the cousins. That yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. That was great. Um, and then uh, I have an older full sister. She's older by two and a half years. And then a little brother who is younger by two years. So my parents kind of spaced out really nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, but even from a young age, I was very different from my siblings. Um, my mom, I always joke that I don't understand how my parents let me survive. Because I cried and screamed from the time I was three months old until I was three years old. Oh, wow. Just an unhappy baby. Oh. Don't know why. And my sister. Is that, but that's what they tell you. That's what they tell me. And there's video evidence about it. No, I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm just, I'm just saying there could have been underlying causes right. that you just don't know now because their yep. technology is not was, I mean, health technology yeah. is not the same now. Every, exactly. every day. You know what? It was through. probably because my sheets weren't thousand count. <laughs> I'm Egyptian think, cotton. I'm thinking you, you sound a little high princessy I mean, like that, you know, too. Everybody I mean. has their things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was, I was a little bit different. My sister was very quiet. She, um, she was so quiet to the point that my, one of my uncles thought that she was mentally challenged because she never cried. She just mm. wouldn't cry. She was a very good baby in that aspect where she's calm. Things are fine. But then that manifested in severe anxiety later yeah. on in life. Um, and so I've always kind of been different from them in that aspect. I've always been a little bit, obviously, the loudest one in the room. I have to be the funniest one in the room. A lot of things just to kind of stand out. Um, I spent a lot of my life, and I still spend a good chunk of my life comparing myself to my sister, which I'm working on. Mm-hmm. That is something that I constantly have to work on. Um, but... It just kind of was one of those things where right from the get-go, it almost felt like she was always going to be a little bit better than I was. And that's not her fault. That's not anybody's fault. It was just the way that I felt inside. Mm. Um, And so that really didn't start coming through until I hit about seven or eight. Um, And when I really realized that I was in a constant competition with my sister was when our grandpa died. We were very close to our grandpa. Um, He lived only an hour away. Uh, He was a great grandpa. I have two tattoos in honor of him Mm -hmm. because I just loved him so much. Um, But he died of lung cancer. And both my sister and I were away at um, uh, summer camp when he passed away. And right away I had a very rejection reaction my first thought was well I don't want to go to the funeral I want to sit here with my friends I don't want to deal with that I don't want to be anywhere near it I'm not that's not happening that's not real and my sister's reaction was very different she was crying she was running around (laughs) kind of going oh my god what are we gonna do what are we gonna do like something 
way more tragic than our grandpa just peacefully passing away right. happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember a couple people saying that I was cold and, um, you know, that wasn't the right reaction I had. And from there, I don't know, there just was a switch that flipped. Something in my brain, something that in those words, all of a sudden just made me feel like I was broken and that something wasn't right with me. Because, and, because they were telling you that your reaction was not right normal or mm-hmm. what it was supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. And I'm still kind of struggling with that. Um, so my mom passed away in June of 2017 um, after a really short battle with lung cancer. And uh, I usually don't cry about it because she wouldn't want us to cry. She'd want us to be laughing. That was her favorite thing to do was to laugh. And um, so I kind of have just a very, I have almost a wall. I compartmentalize the thing and I just kind of leave it at that. But through 16 years of therapy, I realized that that's a, a healthy way for me to cope. Because if I really let the floodgates open up, I would not be able to function for many weeks, days, mm. months. I mean, it would just be a, a bad thing for me. And that's why I kind of was able to realize how I reacted when I was eight was just my grief. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but yeah, it, it, it took a long time to get there for sure, just to get that realization. Well, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I, I learned the lesson that you're talking about um, recently when my sister's husband died of brain cancer Mm -hmm. and it was a really it was it was horrific that's that's this tattoo Mm -hmm. right here um my sister's name is sunshine so Mm -hmm. it's in the shape shape of a sun um then this side is for my sister and this side is the moon where Mm -hmm. um there's tears that's for my brother he died um at 59 years old sorry 49 years old um and it happened in nine months and the thing is is that the 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 hardest part of it was seeing my sister Yep. go through that type of grief and trauma mm-hmm. and everybody around her had an opinion on where she should be in her grief cycle uh-huh. like where like what she should be doing when she should date when she should not date and I actually it was the first time that I really feel like I took a step back uh-huh. and looked at a situation from the outside in and said you just do you right yeah. like you're gonna everybody is going mm-hmm. to grieve 100% differently and I think maybe it's just because mm-hmm. she's in Canada so I'm yep. I'm removed so when I come into the situation I truly am an outsider and mm-hmm. I could just see that there's so much pressure from other people on how what they consider to be a normal reaction. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sure there are things that they would consider not normal, like yep. putting your head through a wall or something would right. not be considered normal. <laughs> um, but the feeling to want to mm-hmm. put your head through a wall because you're in so much pain, emotional mm-hmm. pain, that's normal. Yeah. Following through on it, mm-hmm. not normal. But no. feeling like you want to block it off for mm-hmm. a while and 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 just let it process, yep. yeah. totally normal. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting that. To think like there are only two emotions that you have when grieving. It's either you're sad and you're crying or you're completely blocking everybody yes. off. Mm-hmm. And yet one is more acceptable than the other. Yeah. You know, so. it really, it's really more of like a sliding scale. It's something that I kind of realized is it helped me kind of come to terms with or not come to terms with, um, but just kind of accept uh, people who say that they're non-binary or gender fluid. It, fluid is because Grief is a lot like that where it's on a sliding scale. Yeah. There's nothing 
there's no it's not black and white exactly there's nothing right there there's so much gray area and having to work through that uh type of stuff so early on in my life really kind of helped me be able to navigate that and help me to help others navigate that um especially with my sister she was very close to our mom and so talking with her and just being like, look, how you're reacting, how your body is reacting, um, is how you're grieving. Mm-hmm. We've lost, we've lost mom. She was your best friend. They were much closer than I, me and her were. Um, but, but you say that your mom was your greatest cheerleader. She was, she was, she was the, she was such a great cheerleader for everybody. Her mm. kids were her life. Mm. They were her life. She loved us. Um, Salt of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And um, she didn't always say the right things. A lot of times she said the wrong things. Um, like I was eight. Uh, she told me I had a bulbous butt, which I was like, okay. Did that. you say what? First of all, what the heck does bulbous yep. even mean? Yep. Yep. I told you. I would have said, why are you using words that I don't know? Yeah, I, at least if you're going to criticize me, say a word that I can understand. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, at age uh, eight, that kind of started with my... Um, with my body image issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, she, it wasn't just me. Uh, she said it to my, she said stuff to my sister, like, Oh, well, you know, you did really good at your track meet, but, but you were running a little funny. You, you kind of looked like Igor out there, like Igor as in Dr. Frankenstein's. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was because my sister had strained uh, her hip flexor. Oh, <laughs> in that oh run. so my. she was, and she was crying, and it was just a mess. But my mom thought she was trying to help by lightening the situation. Yeah, <laughs> not good. Yeah, but she, she was everybody's greatest cheerleader. But she and my sister were particularly close. Just they understood each other a lot more. They liked a lot of the same things. Um, they had a lot more in common, and so they just kind of gravitated towards each other, which is, nor- I think it's normal, because yeah. it was my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so her dying really kind of just threw my sister off her rocker in a way that she was still acting very normal and everything, um, but you could tell that there was a piece that was missing, and so... I recognized that and I was like, look, you got to go talk to somebody about this because Mm -hmm. I was in therapy. You know, I was in therapy for the last 19 years. Like you got to go talk to somebody. And if you're not going to listen to me, I don't know what else to tell you. Mm -hmm. And so you did that. That's, that's a really scary thing. I think to talk to somebody about, especially somebody like your sister or a really close family member, because you don't want them to get offended because again, here we are at another gray area. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you go to therapy, there must be something wrong with you. Yeah. No, like there's nothing wrong with you. It's And I think that was kind of my, the reason I always say that there was a reason why I went through the things and felt the things I felt when I was younger, because I have to believe there was, I have to believe that there is a bigger purpose mm-hmm. because if I didn't, I wouldn't be here. And I truly believe that my purpose for going through what I went through was to help my family understand mental health a lot better. Um, Because through me going to therapy, um, 
my mom and my dad started being more open about their own mental health struggles. My mom um, had depression and you would never know it, never. Um, but she would take medication for it. Um, but she always hid, hid that. Right. Yeah. That she's of a generation mm-hmm. that didn't feel comfortable that exactly. we could be open about this stuff. Mine yeah. did the same thing. She didn't, didn't have a know. girl community. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Oh, Lord. And my dad... Um, he actually was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in 2008. Mm. Um, and that was another reason my mom, why my mom's death was so hard. We were all kind of mentally prepared for dad and then mom yeah. six months. Um, but he started, the way we found out that he had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma was because his mental health was just going down. Mm. He was stressed out. He wasn't sleeping. He wasn't eating. He, he just was miserable all the time, angry, upset. And, you know, those things have very real consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, after, even after he got diagnosed, he still went to therapy. And he's still going to therapy to this day. And I'm so proud of him for doing that, especially um, after losing my mom, because uh, they were really soulmates. They were true soulmates. So it was hard. It was very it was hard. hard. Is your dad still with us? Yes. Yeah. When and and so he's been he he's made it through. Yes. Well, so the non-Hodgkins is the type that you can live with for a very long time. Okay. Um, it's the type that can go into remission for a very long period, mm-hmm. um, but eventually it will kill you. Right. Um, and so he every so often still has to go down to the Mayo Clinic and you know take his drugs, get his labs done, things yeah. like that. But uh. Yeah, they when he was first diagnosed, his his chances were he's sixty four now. Sixty four? Maybe. I think. I don't know. <laughs> if you're listening, Dad, what's your dad's name? Steve. Hi Steve. <laughs> Hi Steve. We're excited to meet you, Steve. Yes. Um and if you're not sixty four, just forgive her. You know, she's she's well, sharing her no, story. I this is a big day. Yeah. This is kind of a big day. I never really knew what I, his age was. I still don't even remember my parents' age. Yeah. I, mean, I, I have to I, think about it right sometimes now. Sometimes I have to ca- I have to calculate. I'm like, okay, I'm old. Yeah, okay, got it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's hard. Sorry, Dad. Um, <laughs> but he, so his his chances of making it, I think, to 70 or even to 65 were like really mm. 25, 30 percent is what I remember being told. That might be incorrect, but mm. it wasn't very a very good chance. Mm-hmm. And um, he was fortunate enough to get accepted into this study for this drug that helps prolong your remission. And he's been in remission since 2009. So, yeah, he's been doing great and he occasionally will have little flare ups, but, you know, it's something to be kind of expected, we were told. So I feel like a part of that is because he has a good team behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we try to we tried really hard after my mom, especially after she realized what kind of manifested the whole thing was him just being so stressed out and being mm-hmm. just so depressed about life because he was in a job he didn't like. Um, it really made her take a step back and be like, okay, so it's not just my kid going through growing pains. It's, it's you know, my husband having, you know, those issues. Um, and so... I think for her, it, it allowed her to kind of talk about it more and be more open um, about it. And um, 
that kind of just ties back into the whole thing. You know, I think my purpose for having to deal with the thoughts and the feelings I had uh, was so that my family could really just kind of learn from each other and, you know, not be as afraid to discuss these types of things because it's so hard to talk mm-hmm. about. But I also think that you have the gift of of humor. You have the <laughs> gift of knowing how humor can positively impact a situation. And I, I think that definitely everything that you've been through is going to um, have taught everybody in your family, but it's also going to make you a different individual as your, as your family ages. And honestly, I know you've done the work. This is the thing, right? You've done yep. the work on yourself. You are very self-aware. You have, you have gotten to this place. And there are people in your life that aren't going to be where you are. So everything that you've done up until now, boy... That's the gift that you now have to give. Yeah. And I mean, it's... With some humor sprinkled in, which means you're sassy. Right. I, (laughs) Boy, howdy. (laughs) Boy, howdy. (laughs) Let me tell you, I'm a little bit of sassafras and sarsaparilla. I like it. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. I don't know. I like like all the sass. That's there you go. Yeah. Some people tell me I'm too sassy, but it's fine. No such thing. I, I mean, I don't think so. It's because they... They're, Dad, they're, did you hear that? She doesn't think that. Dad, she's not too <laughs> sassy. There's In no fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like turn up her sass a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Let's, let's do All it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. What you got? How are we going to kick it up a notch? Oh, I'm just going to do it by encouraging you to keep, to keep giving your sass. You just All right. Keep, you just I keep sassing. That. I you can. I can the, keep doing that. Threw, the, uh, threw some more sarsaparilla on that fire. Exactly. Yeah, Ooh, exactly. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Just going to throw some... Now we're cooking with oil. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are making me hungry. <laughs> it's almost time for dinner. <laughs> I'm still so full from I, lunch. I what did you guys so have many for lunch? Potatoes. Oh, Lord. Had, did you go to the buffet? Express. Oh. I went to the buffet this panda. morning with you. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, you could have done the buffet again for lunch. Yeah. I, oh, I could not do the buffet again for lunch. That was so much food. So you had Panda Express for lunch. What did you have, Ashley? Oh, we went to... Um, the barbecue restaurant down the... Oh, yeah. Oh, was Mabel's. Oh, Mabel's. Oh, and who's the owner? What's his name? Michael Simon. Yes, he was in there. <gasps> I know. That's cool. But I think he was angry because he didn't make eye contact with anyone except one waitress. And then he walked out with a drink. And was like, Ooh, all right, well... I told, the, yeah. one of, I told our waitress, I was like, hey, if you see him, just tell him to come back so we can tell him how good the food is. But I mean, we, I got so much food. I got a big old, like... Uh, lunch plate full of potato wedges and Oof. they put cheese on it and chives and whatever meat you wanted and then I got a cornbread and, with uh, the honey maple butter I was like oh, it was only $20 That's and good. I couldn't finish it, it so, so considering our breakfast was very expensive but it was very good <laughs> Yeah, because they they make you take the champagne, <laughs> whether I you want it or not. <laughs> well, we we got up, and and by the way, for those of you listening, clearly we're st- we are still in Las Vegas, and we are still yes. at the Palms. Um, we, we haven't left. The we palms. haven't left no. the Palms. You we exercised this morning at six, and uh-huh. so by the time we got to breakfast at eight, I wanted all the foods. Yeah. I was in, I took two platefuls. I had like all my proteins, my meats, and my eggs on one plate, <laughs> and then the other plate was like. The donuts, the green chili, Yo, the all, and I like sat it all down and, and I just and annihilated oh, it. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how monks eat, though, right? They have their three yep. bowl, their three bowls, and they yeah. have their protein, yep. their grain, See, and their vegetables. I'm gonna Ours, I'm gonna pretend to think about it like 
Well, I, I did have broccoli with my desserts. Well, there you go. So that's my oh, alcohol. Wait. I, no, in the middle. Like the desserts were in individual containers. No, she, oh, she had a nice broccoli a, cake. <laughs> it's made exactly out of broccoli with a nice uh, ranch filling. There you go. And no, it was it was with hot peppers. It was actually too spicy to eat. Yeah. So, but there's a pile of broccoli in the middle of my desserts. It made me feel better. Yeah. Just to put the broccoli in the middle of my dessert. I desserts. think anytime that you can just say dessert and broccoli in the same sentence, you've won. Yes. And you should feel proud of yourself. Yes. That's true. Yes, that's high five very for that. true. <laughs> that is very true. Although, if you're me, you hated broccoli when you were little oh. and uh, you made up a story. And oh. the main villain up in that story is named Dr. Broccolihead. Oh my goodness! There's that sass. And why? Yeah, and what? It. And what did he do? What did Mr. Broccoli um, do? He like made all the kids eat broccoli, and they didn't want to eat broccoli because broccoli is gross. Oh well, you know the other side of it is that broccoli <laughs> grows like the top of a tree, like in um, what are those dinosaur movies? Yep. And so they're tree stars. Yep. Oh, so land every, before time. Land before yes. time. Super nostalgic so, right, right So every time that you eat broccoli, you are like taking yourself back in time with the dinosaurs where they would grow so big and healthy. Oh, we're getting or, deep now. Or <laughs> you could set up a little forest, have like a mashed potato volcano, and then <laughs> take, take your fork and just be like, Oh, I'm Godzilla! <laughs> that reminds me of um, a I Christmas am... story. Remember Ralphie's little brother? What was his name? <laughs> Eating, and he's the mom has to like convince him to eat like Biggie. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He has the trough. Oh yeah! Oh my yep. goodness! Yep. I have no idea where this podcast just went. So I, don't I, know I mean, we, we we've lost it, but this has been amazing. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of it. We we heard some some great shares from you, Maddie. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for I tried Maddie. I tried to be a little bit serious. Yeah, it's not my strength. Yeah, it was great. I appreciate it. You 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 shared a lot of really valuable lessons, and I will put all of your conf- contact information in the show notes yes. so people know how to reach mm-hmm. you. And Ashley, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Ashley. That was like Maddie. a dual yeah. host. I loved that very that much. Was really that fun. was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We should do this again. Yeah. Maybe we should like. Maybe maybe you guys should come with me and be a third like second and third host because you guys have really good humor too. Oh so you gosh. can add in. We're gonna I'm gonna pull I you guys back in. If you're ever in California too, just like mm-hmm. hit me up around that time. Like oh. I'm right in the center of California, so I can drive three hours to LA. I can drive three hours to Sacramento. I'm not that far. Same. From, I drive a Prius. There, boom. <gasps> oh my. I can goodness. travel across the whole state. I like, really on, can. On an eighth of a tank of gas. And <laughs> I really can. can. Can I save the environment? Can I just ask? Where, why, why did you get a Prius? Uh, my, that was, uh, what my, my dad gave to me. <gasps> Wait, what? What, Maddie? What? What'd you say? It's I didn't hear you. what my dad gave oh, to me. Oh, see, dad, you're back on the show again. <laughs> That's really nice of you to give her a Prius. Well, he was like, oh, it's 2007. It's not that great of a car anymore. Here, you can have it. <laughs> That is hilarious. I love it. All right. I will. If I come to California, I'm looking both of you up. Yes. Well, I'm in Minnesota. You're in Minnesota. I'm in Minneapolis. And if you guys ever come to Denver. Yes. I probably you know, will be there very soon. Too. Oh. oh. My, uh, one of my very good friends uh, lives out in Denver. She's been my friend since like sixth grade. So. Wow. We're super tight. 
Super tight. Well, your new friends here, yeah. we're, we're all there. Yeah. So we've got the gyms. You can come. and exactly. oh, That's and, where Rose is at. Exactly. Yeah. All saying. right. Her and Pat Berry, I know those doors are always open. What up, guys? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Rose and I'm a Eunice. <laughs> well, you guys are wonderful. Thank you for joining me for another show of Girl Talk. Yes. And this Thank has you. been, this literally has been the most I've laughed all day. <laughs> Maybe not you oh. guys, because you did laughter yoga. Uh-huh. Is it called laugh uh-huh. yoga or la- La- laugh? Laugh. Laughing, laughter, laugh, laugh, laugh. What is it? Huh? What did you just say? It's called a loga. Laugh. Laughka. Laughka. Did you just say loga? She just said loga. Okay. Because it's We're, laughing and yoga. It's laughing and yoga. You guys have laughed way more than I have, but that was the best part of my day to be able to laugh like 2019, that. 2019, we have to come up with fake words to make fake things words. combine. Are you well, kidding? How is it possible we can still keep coming up with words? It's the oh. same alphabet. YOLO. <laughs> oh my gosh. Never okay. underestimate the power of the human mind. <gasps> or sassy girls. Or that. Or people who have ADHD. <laughs> And just can't focus. Okay, so we're wrapping it now, guys. All right, we're out. We're going to be back soon. Thanks for joining me, and we will catch you for another episode of Girl Talk. Bye. Bye. This is Courtney Olson thanking you for joining us. If you want to keep up with us and join us some more, find us on our website at girl.com. That is G-R-R-R-L-G-R-R-R-L.com. You can find our newsletter on there to sign up for that and stay in the now. Or find us on our Instagram at girl underscore clothing. That's girl underscore clothing. And remember, you are enough. <laughs>